Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. The Reds picked up their first win of the Cactus League schedule on Tuesday night as they came from behind to beat the LA Angels 7-5. Highlights in a bit, but first some final thoughts on the game from the two guys who called it, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Welcome back to Cowboy Jeff Brantley. Uh, Cowboy, we saw Hunter Green for the first time tonight. A little bit of a mixed bag, but it was also his spring training Cactus League debut. First time we've ever seen him pitch in this setting, but were, are you able to take much from that outing? And if so, what do you take? Well, I, I think the biggest issue and the concern of, of anyone that would be talking about a, a pitcher coming back from Tommy John surgery that hasn't pitched in a competitive game, you're, you're more worried about is he healthy? How is his arm going to hold up? Does, it, does he look like the same guy that, that we drafted? Uh, I, I thought he looked outstanding as far as his arm strength went. Uh, he was throwing he threw the ball 101, 102, 103. Ball was coming out of his hand great, looked very balanced on the mound. Um, if you look at the box score, you see a three-run home run. You see a hit batter, uh, a walk in the inning. But those things, especially the first time out, um, and, and for that kid, uh, 21 years old, his first spring training start, uh, I don't worry so much about the results. I just think that he looked awfully good. I think his fastball was sharp. Um, I just don't. I don't. I don't think about the results so much. I'm very pleased with what I saw tonight. And we saw Nick Lodolo. We saw him pitch a couple of times in spring training last year. He looked a little different to you tonight. Much, much calm. Much more calm on the mound. Uh, I thought the breaking ball was different. I noticed that right away. Instead of the big breaking hook, it was a harder sweeping slider and he looked comfortable he looked like um like he looked like he felt he, like he belonged at the, at the big league level every spring it seems like there's a name that starts to surface and you just kind of pay a little more attention to him as the spring goes on last year it was certainly garcia at shortstop this year it's turning out to be a guy named scott heineman who played previously with the rangers heineman uh again Looked uh, awfully good today. A couple of good swings from him. And then he showed off his speed a little bit, too. Yeah, Heineman is, has hit everywhere he's been. Max Schrock would be the same kind of category. Uh, it, it's just a matter of, of getting the guys an opportunity at the big league level. Now, Heineman had a chance uh, with the Rangers, but injuries kind of beset him a little bit, so he wasn't able to get a whole lot of time at the big league level. You look at the kid and you think, and this guy looks like a player. He looks like a tremendous athlete. Not only can run and cover ground in center field, 
you put him over at first base and he fields the ball well. He, he handles himself very well. But I've been really impressed with the bat and just the balance at the plate. Reds beat the Angels. It's the first win of the Cactus League schedule, 7-5. to five. Yed, back to you. Now to the highlights. The story heading into Tuesday night's game was the Cactus League debut of right-hander Hunter Green. He was throwing the ball hard. In fact, a few pitches hit 103, but the results really weren't there. He gave up a base hit to the first battery face, then hit John Jay, the number two hitter. Former Red Jose Iglesias was next up, and he took Green way back. Getting some movement on his pitches will be pretty key for him. Right-hander deals to Jose Iglesias, and this ball is crushed. Left center field hit a ton. Going back on it, Smith. He's at the warning track, looks up at the wall, and it is gone. A three-run home run from Jose Iglesias, the former Red, on the first pitch he sees from Hunter Green, and he deposits it into the Reds' bullpen in left center. Well, when we saw Iglesias in a Reds uniform, he comes to the plate to swing. That was a hanging breaking ball, and he did not miss it. After that, Green gave up a walk, struck out Phil Goslin, gave up another base hit, and committed an error on a ball back to the mound. At that point, David Bell decided to end the inning. Green's line, one-inning pitch, technically a one-inning pitch, but actually just two-thirds of an inning pitched. Three hits, three earned runs, one walk, one strikeout, and he hit a batter. Another number one pick, Nick Lodolo, pitched the second inning for Cincinnati. He put a couple of runners on base with a walk and a hit batter, but got out of the inning without a run scoring. The Reds got on the board in the bottom of the second inning. A. Eugenio Suarez led things off with a double to left field. Tucker Barnhart moved him to third with a ground ball to second. And then D.H. Kyle Farmer brought Suarez home. The 1-0 pitch. Farmer rips one on a line to left. That's down, and that's going to get by Ward all the way to the wall. Suarez will walk home as Farmer dives in safely at second base with an RBI double to get the Reds on the board. Hector Perez was next on the mound for Cincinnati. He struck out the first two batters he faced, but then had some problems. He walked one, Lagaris, and then Taylor Ward made it 5-1. 3-2 pitch. Fly ball, deep center field. Going back, Naquin. Big run, and he's not going to get it. That is going to be a home run off the fencing over the top of the yellow line by Taylor Ward, and it is now... A 5-1 Angel lead. Two-run shot off the bat of Taylor Ward. A 3-2 fastball, and he did not miss it. The Reds got a run closer in the bottom of the fourth inning with one out, A. Eugenio Suarez walked. Tucker Barnhart, who had a good night at the plate and behind the plate, singled to left, moving pinch runner Jonathan India to third base. One out later, center fielder Tyler Naquin delivered. Not being around his family really bothered him. Naquin lines one over first and down the right field line into the corner. It's cut off by Jay. A run will score around a third base and holding Barnhart. Naquin into second with an RBI double. India scoring from third to make it a 5-2 angel lead. In the bottom of the fifth, T.J. Friedel walked to lead off the inning. He moved to second on a wild pitch. Kyle Holder moved him to third with a ground ball, and then Scott Heineman brought him home. Runner at third, one out. Reds are down 5-2, batting in the home fifth. Here's the pitch, and this ball socked to straightaway center field, and it's hit well. It's over the head of the center fielder. It's going to carry him off the base of the wall. Friedel's home from third on the RBI double by Scott Heineman, who homered yesterday 
And now he doubles home a run to make it a 5-3 Angel lead in the bottom of the fifth inning tonight. Next up was Max Schrock, who was in the game for Mike Moustakis. Now Max Schrock will bat. And Schrock rips a line drive over short into left center field. That's down and all the way to the wall. Heinemann around third to score. Schrock into second, standing with an RBI double. And it's 5-4 Angels. And the Reds have... Cut the deficit all the way down to one. In the top of the seventh, Mark Payton showed the reason he has a chance of making the opening day roster. Richardson was selected in the second round of the 2018 draft by the Reds. And a fly ball into deep left center field. Both players on the run and a nice running catch by center fielder Mark Payton. Right up against the 380 side out in left center field. A basket catch. He made that look easy. Well, Cowboy, it wasn't just the great catch. There was clearly really good communication between Peyton and Lopez because you had Lopez cutting in front of Peyton. He let Peyton take it. Clearly he was calling for it. Lopez was getting in position in case he couldn't catch it to play the carom. But a great, fantastic running catch by Mark Payton. He had a lot of ground to cover and caught it in stride. Then in the bottom of the seventh, the Reds loaded the bases with no outs. Chucky Robinson grounded into a force out at the plate. Then Davey Gruyan tied it up. And a ground ball to the right side goes through the glove of the first baseman off of Kean Wong. Can't make the play at first. We are tied at five. Mark Payton had a great catch in the top of the seventh and then in the bottom gave Cincinnati the lead. 2-2. Ground ball up the middle, a slow roller, goes past the diving shortstop. One run will score. Here comes the second, and that's going to be two runs across. Peyton down to second. It is a 7-5 ball game. Peyton got to second base because Davey Gruyan was busting it from first, and don't make any mistake about it. Gruyan is not a burner. But that was good base running by Gruyon. That ball was just a bleeder through the middle, barely out of the reach of the shortstop Jackson. But Gruyon, because of his hustle and didn't slow down and didn't break stride going around second, was able to make it to third, and that's what allowed Peyton to go into second base, and the Reds keep the pressure on. The Angels put runners on base in the top of the eighth of this eight-inning game, but Revere San Martin ended it. Robinson puts down the sign, San Martin. A long look in, still staring in. Now he sets. Runners go. The pitch. And a swing and a miss. The breaking ball down and in. And down on strikes, Joe Adele. And the inning is over. So San Martin ends up striking out three here in the eighth inning. Here are the totals for the Reds. Seven runs on nine hits, one air. They left ten on base. Four L.A., five runs, six hits, one air. And they stranded six. With the win, Cincinnati goes to one and two on the spring. The A's are one and one. The big story, of course, coming into the game was the first start of Hunter Green. And after the game, he talked to the media. Good, man. I mean, it's been a while since I've uh, been in a game environment. Um, So getting back out there was, you know, just kind of crazy, you know, but, you know, going in, obviously I've been doing this since I was, you know, six, seven years old. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, I just kind of focused back to that and knowing that it's just a, it's another game of baseball. So um, a lot of excitement leading into it um, and just getting back out there and competing. Um, so, you know, to have Tucker back there and, you know, to be able to trust someone uh, with his experience and, um, you know, the, just the career he's had, you know, that, that made it a lot easier. And, um, 
it was nice to, you know, have the guys out there and, um, everybody was, was, was great. And, um, yeah. So first day out of the book. So <laughs> how, how would you, uh, how did, would you rate your inning, I guess, so to speak, you got, you got 30 pitches, but how'd you, what'd you think of yours just the way it, it worked out? Yeah, obviously expectations are always high, um, you know, but man, it's my first game out, you know, and obviously having a short-term memory is huge in this game um, and just being able to uh, build off of today. I think that's my biggest takeaway is just being able to build off of it. And uh, I'm glad that I played shortstop, you know, with, with that play after dropping that, uh, that three, one play <laughs> and being able to make it at home. Um, so, yeah, you know, you just continue to grow and, you know, you learn from it and, I just move on, you know, to the next day. The man who caught green was Tucker Barnhart, who had a good night with two caught stealings and a base hit. Here's what he had to say after the game. Well, Tucker, what about that uh, single you had? Felt great. Uh, you know, early in spring training, it's always a battle to to kind of find your timing. Um, and I felt like on the pitch before, he threw me a changeup that I fouled off. And it there's always that moment where the the timing or what you're trying to accomplish as far as your timing is concerned at the plate kind of clicks a little bit um and in that at bat the pitch right before I got the hit the the timing kind of clicked and I felt uh, like I was I was ready to to go so it felt really good what were your impressions of of, of Green's uh inning it, his stuff's electric um you really don't take we and we talked about it uh, in the dugout there's there's really not much. And I know it's not in the major leagues necessarily, but it is kind of for him. It's a welcome to the major leagues moment. Um, the first guys that he faced were big league hitters. Um, and the guy hadn't pitched in 18 months in a game, I don't think. So um, I, I've gotten to, I've been paired up with him um, here in spring, just kind of just catching him and, and offering my feedback and, and working with DJ and, and Eric and, and trying to just, make him realize that that his stuff is elite like his fastball is elite i mean his first i think first three pitches of the night were not tonight were 101 102 103 which i mean that speaks for itself so i think he's just going to continue to polish uh his stuff um and, and i think the sky's the limit for the guy i mean he's entire he, he works so hard um his eagerness and and willingness to, to get better and to learn and to listen um is awesome and i've had a i've had a blast not only tonight, uh, but I've had a blast getting to know him um, and, and getting to know him as a pitcher as well. It's been it's been a lot of fun, and, and I'm looking forward to uh, to a lot more of it. Wednesday night, the Reds are in nearby Glendale, Arizona, to take on the defending world champion Dodgers. Jeff Hoffman, who came to Cincinnati in the Robert Stevenson deal, makes the start for the Reds. We'll be on the air with the pregame show beginning at 7:50. First pitch is set for 8:05. And again, the final score Tuesday night, the Reds 7, the Angels 5, and I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 